Welcome to episode 176 of the Various Sundry Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Harmon, joined live from the Vault Studio, the beautiful campus of Grace College and Theological Seminary, by my good friend, my colleague, my co-host, and the man who is fading before my very eyes. Oh my goodness. John Scott Sloat. Three episodes, Doc. Three episodes today. Yeah. This is number three. I'm dragging. Yeah. I'm dragging. I can tell. And you're, co- you're, you're mixing up words pre-app? Yeah. Yeah, I can tell the coffee needs to kick in a little bit there and get yeah. something a little stronger. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? But, yes. Yeah, so uh, if you're not aware, we are recording this, uh, even though it drops on May 16th, we're recording this on May 1st because uh, I will still be gone. You will be back from your go encounter travels, right? Yep. May sixteenth. Yep. You're I already land, back. I land on the fourteenth. Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. I, I get back the fourteenth. So yeah. So I'll you'll, be back in the office this day. Yeah. So I will be in Brussels. And what are you doing in Brussels? Well, actually, this day, if it's the sixteenth, I think our plan is to do our day trip to a smaller Belgian city named Bruges. Okay. Which has an has an even more like old European classic feel to it. Mm. So uh, I think that's the game plan for that day. About an hour train ride from Brussels to okay. get there. Not far. Basically, it's almost on uh, on the water, but not quite. From what I understand, there can, there's also some uh, – uh, you can take – we're going to do a tour, I think, of, uh, on the canals that are there. Okay. Nice little twist there. But Doing anything at the EU? I, I would like to. Uh, I'd, I'd like to at least pop in. You know, okay. I think the headquarters for NATO is in Brussels as well. I think yeah, I think you're right. So, yeah. again, this is part of where the challenge comes in of my interests versus <laughs> what I think uh, our students will be interested our in. Are students not interested in European politics? Probably not. Interesting. And to be honest, I'm not a, a European political wonk. Hmm. So, um, yeah, but, you know, it just feels like it's – I always enjoy when you see stuff on the news, you go, I've been there. Yeah, yeah. That's just kind of a nice little thing. Like, I'm familiar with that place. Yeah. But we're going to have plenty of waffles, plenty of chocolate. I was about to say, at this point, what's the over-under on the number of waffles you've eaten? So by this point, I'm going to go – I'm going to set. Yeah, I'm going to set it at three. Okay. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. Yeah, this will not be good for the uh, diet. Well, you want to know what? Uh, my co-leader for my New York trip and I were talking about this. It's just like on these trips, you end up walking like a ton, ten miles a day. I, I mean, you, you end up walking a lot. Yeah, uh, and so it's like a license to eat. Um, you can really eat whatever you want because you're gonna you're gonna do seven, eight, nine, ten miles in a yeah, day. Lots of walking, multiple thousands of of steps, and it, it's it's really a license to eat. Absolutely, that's 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 some excellent. Uh, Counsel there from John yeah, Slope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Counsel, rationalization, however you want to phrase <laughs> yeah. it. We'll, we'll go with counsel. That'll work. Uh, if you would like to uh, reach the show and uh, chime in with your thoughts on whether that is legitimate logic or not, you can uh, reach us on Twitter at VNS Pod. You can email the show various and sundry podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, find us on YouTube. And we would love for you to leave a five-star rating and a review. All right. So, John, we uh, – since we're recording so far in advance, no sports 
segment here just because who knows what's happening at this point. NBA playoffs will have continued on. It's still happening probably. Yeah. What is the Kentucky Derby? Does that has that happened by now probably? I believe so. Yeah, I believe the I Kentucky so. Derby has happened by now. Yeah. I mean, you went when you were down in Southern, didn't you go to the Derby at one point? I did not go to the Derby, um, but I went to Churchill Downs to watch horse races. I see. Not to bet on horse races. Of course let's, not. Let's, let's, let's be, be clear. clear. Yep. Now, the people I, were, I was with bet on a, on a horse. <laughs> okay. A couple of them. Yeah. And one of the great, great stories, I'll leave the name out of it because he's actually a relative of a quasi-famous person in our circles. Um, <laughs> he put money down on this horse and it was coming around the corner in first place. Yeah. And he is just – Flipping out. Fist pumping. and Just like, come on. You know, has this little ticket in his hand. Yeah. I mean, if you can see it. Yeah. And he's just watching this horse go. It trips. <laughs> it falls. No. They last. come out and euthanize it right in front of him. Do they shoot it? How no, do they, 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 they an inject. Injection? They do an injection. Okay. They come out and whoo, carry the horse off. I mean, it was it was done in 20 seconds. I didn't realize they euthanized him like right like, – it must have been like severe. Bro- broke its leg okay. um, and it's just a more humane – Okay. I mean I mean from, from our perspective, it's <laughs> like maybe not to live with that broken leg. <laughs> just like – or death. You yeah. Know? And, and I just, I'll never forget watching that horse come around. We're all like in our little like Kentucky Derby box like, yeah. go horse, go. Oh, and no. it comes around, <laughs> stumbles, breaks its leg. All the other horses pass it. They come out. Inject it, carry it off. Did the jockey get thrown? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember what happened to the jockey. I'm sure he did. Okay. I'm sure he got thrown. Okay. Wow. That's quite the story. Oh, it was wild. It was wild. <laughs> and then it was it was traumatizing. And then we realized, oh, wait, that was so-and-so's horse. That's hilarious and, and at one level, right? Uh-huh. He, he had put, you know, five, ten bucks on this yeah. horse. Um, and this horse passed – Essentially, maybe 100 yards before it was about to win that race. Mm, that's and, tough. Yeah. That is tough. Maybe it would have won, you know, 100 bucks or, so, you know, something like that. Okay. But it was, it, was a, it, was a, it was a fun moment. So all that to say we have no sports segment today. Well, I mean, the, the derby. <laughs> yeah. We, We've we, got we, the, you know, what we have is the possible of a triple crown winner uh, right sure. now. Yeah. Oh, whoever wins the Kentucky Derby. Right? Has the potential of a That's triple right. crown. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we did in our last episode announce the uh, the summer read. We are doing Brian Rosner's book, Finding Yourself While Looking Inward is Not the Answer. We will have a link in the show notes for that. And read along with us. We'll read that a, yes. few, a few chapters a week. Yeah. So I think um, – I guess we didn't really talk about this when we would start – uh, so this episode drops the 16th. Maybe we'll start on the 30th, give two weeks from that. Sure. Sounds good to me. Yeah. OK. We're, we're just yeah. doing this on the fly here. So Yeah, that sounds great. OK. There's your peek behind the curtain for our podcast planning session. Yeah, the right only thing there. that's missing from the podcast <laughs> planning is the Mexican food, you know. Yes. Yes, indeed. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and grab a copy of that and – we are looking forward to the opportunity to engage uh, that book. I think it's important. I think it will be helpful. So we will definitely uh, look forward to that. All right, John, you ready for our main topic? Sure. 
our topic for today. And this is your uh, this is your brainchild right here. Uh, yes, I think I threw this out. Our planning sessions end up this way. You either have one or two really solid ideas that are usually text to me maybe a week ahead, mm-hmm. like, hey, let's do this. And then we get together for lunch or something, and I'll throw out several ideas, some of them half-baked, yeah. some of them not even that far. <laughs> some of them raw cookie dough. <laughs> yeah. This was one of those ideas that you were like, I like that. Let's do that. Yeah. Well, and, and in the interest of uh, a little backstory here, so I mentioned to my life group last night, I'm going to re- we're going to be recording uh, – the uh, several episodes. And when I mentioned this particular topic, the couple that's in our life, actually Jordan in Indiana, who's a uh, pretty regular listener, and so is his wife Esther as well. Um, They both immediately lit up and said, oh, we have to listen. (laughs) So I hope this delivers. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, okay. So with that long lead up, the topic is things our families make fun of us for. Yep. Particularly wives. Well, I broadened mine out a little bit. I did too because my I, I actually went through this list with my wife last. It's the most show prep I think I've ever done. <laughs> to make sure she was on board. And I threw out one of them. She goes, I don't make fun of you for that. I like that. It's your parents that make fun of you for that. I went, okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's still family. I have broadened mine out because, to be honest, um, my my wife doesn't make fun of me very much. Hmm. The rest of my family, though, and in particular my sons, yeah, they like to give dad a little a little bit of ribbing for for some things. So I kind of threw it all into one big stew of of family. Okay, sounds good. Uh, is your list in order of? Is it just? Is there any particular order to your list? I don't think so. No. Okay. Why don't you go first? You want me to go first? Yeah. You have seven. I have six. Why don't you go first? Uh, I'm not committed to getting all of them in necessarily. Oh, okay. And, and actually, both of us, are, the first one is well, basically the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, so maybe we do the first one together. Sure. Uh, leaving things open. Yeah. Like uh, drawers, cabinets. cabinets uh, doors. In fact, yeah. I – I don't know if I've told you this story or not. Uh, I may have. So we moved into our new house in Fort Wayne in January. You have told me this story, but it's good for the pod. Uh, and we moved into this house, and I, I immediately went around and started just, you know, uh, opening everything. W- one of the things I opened uh, was our man door on our garage. Uh, so we had uh, a garage door and then a, then a man door sort of off to mm-hmm. the side. And we didn't have one in our last house. Should also. we be inclusive and call it a person door? Sure. Okay. Uh, a human door. There we go. Okay. It still has man in it though. Um, but <laughs> but we didn't have one. I was like, oh, this will be great. I can get the lawnmower out of here without having to open up the garage door. This is going to be wonderful. Um, and so I shut it, thought I locked it. And then – so we closed on the house on like a – I can't remember what day of the week it was. It was, it was maybe a Friday. Mm-hmm. And then Monday or Sunday, I was leaving town. So we got just enough furniture in there for my wife to live. Yeah. And then I went to the airport um, on – it must have been a Monday because she was working. I drove to Indianapolis, you know, got a, got a burger and was, was waiting to get on my flight, got in line for my flight. I get a call from my wife as she's getting home from work. I'm getting ready to fly to Florida in January. 
I get a call from her just like, did did you leave the man door open on the garage? <laughs> and I went, no, I don't think so. Mm. I don't think so. Uh, and so I'm like, I'm getting on a plane. Yeah. I, I can't talk very long. Right. So I'm like, call your parents. You know, they, they can come over and help. They had left town. Okay. She calls the police. Okay. As a, 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 a reasonable. Sens- a sensible I think that's decision. reasonable. Yes. A, I, you're a you're a, a, a young woman in a house by herself that you're not familiar with. That's right. Yeah. Uh, with no furniture whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and if it's been open, empty for a little bit, maybe some you, know, you yeah. think somebody's been scoping it out, jumps in there, sees moving, has seen moving truck, whatever. Yep. Uh, she calls the police. The police come and go. Well, we'll we'll walk through the house. They walk through the house, go into every room and scream, this is the police. Come out with your hands up. Every single room in the house. My wife is embarrassed. Yeah. Super embarrassed. And I'm on this flight, able to text her, but not able to call. Right. And uh, I have been trying to be more – I've been trying to shut doors more is the moral of this story. Okay, But you you, got to think that that's not an uncommon experience for the cops. Oh, yeah. They get those kind of calls, I would say, somewhat regularly. I'm sure. Right? I'm sure. There's a suspicious door open or something. They're not – the person's not sure. Or I knew a pastor who there was a big um, loud noise in the middle of the night, freaked him and his wife out. So they called the cops thinking maybe somebody had broken in. They discover, oh, no, actually this shelf – broke or fell and then everything on it made this loud crashing noise. But they didn't discover that until after they'd called the cops and cops had done the same kind of thing of going through the house. And so, yeah. 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 I I don't think that's, I mean, I get, I get feeling embarrassed about that, but I don't think that's as unusual as you might expect. So it's a new neighborhood for her. We hadn't met any neighbors at that point. Um, Well, it's in January, you said, right? So- You know, she's probably getting home at supper time ish. It's super dark out. It's dark by then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unsettling to be sure. So okay, yes, yeah. I don't have any stories connected to that piece of being made fun of, uh, but uh, I do have a habit of leaving drawers, cabinets. I don't, I'm not as much on the door end of things; just more cabinets and, and drawers. But. Um, it was a regular thing in our last house. I'd get a picture message from my wife <laughs> of the garage door standing wide open. Yeah, um, and I went, "Yep, that was that yep. was probably me." Yep. Um, so I, I think I get teased in my larger family for uh, being uh, having limited to no ability in the kitchen when it comes to cooking, mm. which is fair. That that that's not like unfair. I have limited abilities in the kitchen is in that terms of cooking. You lack ability or desire? It's it's both. Okay. I mean, I I guess in fairness, I've not done a lot of trying mm-hmm. in terms of getting into cooking or baking or anything like that. And I think some of that, honestly, is just the fact that I got married pretty much straight out of college. Yep. My wife enjoys cooking. I didn't didn't really know how, and so. She just has, for our entire marriage, basically shouldered all of the cooking responsibilities. Now, as you know, Sundays, 
after church, mm-hmm. we have clunch, Kate's lunch, right. which is basically breakfast food. And I do prepare the bacon in that context. Mm-hmm. And I branched out to also uh, cover the scrambled eggs as well. Again, oh, really? Not That's not, a new development. Not exactly high difficulty level kind of stuff. Hmm. But yes, I, I did not know about the scrambled and I've eggs. And done, I've done literally like no baking, none. I'm not even sure I've ever made like easy bake cookie kind of stuff. Like literally just like put, throw them on the on the cookie sheet and throw them in the – I don't hmm. think I've even ever done that. If I have, I don't remember it. Now you grill though, right? I do grill. OK. I do grill. So you got that sense of when meat's done? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you were, should, yeah. Should I, I'm, I'm done. Like, go here. for it. OK. Yeah. OK. Um, I – Almost always am making some kind of noise <laughs> when not – and I did not realize this, but I'm always like clicking with my mouth mm-hmm. or whistling or uh, uh, singing, um, which I'm, I'm not a good singer by any stretch <laughs> of the imagination. Uh, and I've taken it to, to the point where I will uh, sing to my wife very loudly – uh, and I will always love you. Uh, very, very <laughs> little Whitney Houston. Yes, okay. very, very, very loudly. Okay, uh, intentionally bad. Yeah, uh, only when she's around, of course. <laughs> right. Uh, and I do it to make her laugh. Okay. And so I, uh, I do get laughs for that. All right. But, but beyond that, like always, like whistling, always clicking, mm-hmm. always. There's, I'm always making some kind of, and I never realized that about myself. Um, my leg is always bopping as well. Yeah, that's, that's sort of in the same the same ballpark. Okay, that's always happening. Gotcha. All right. Um, continuing within the area of my shortcomings, uh, <laughs> we I also get uh, a little bit of teasing for my lack of handiness around the house. As you know, I am not a handy person. You're better than some. Uh, maybe I saw this on your list. I'm like. He was very helpful in putting in that kitchen See, floor. See, I can be, I can be the, the, the support guy, the second guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not the guy who's like, I can spearhead this project to retile the the kitchen or to do this. But I, I'm probably, I guess, handy enough where I can be the second guy and not just be the guy that's just handing tools in mm. and being the sort of brute labor of, well, we need two people to move this kind of thing. Like I can yeah. do a little bit beyond that, but I just I, – I don't enjoy it. Haas projects stress me out. Um, hmm. I think one of my father, father-in-law's direct quotes was something like, um, now if you need a Greek verb parsed, Matt's your guy. You need anything done around the house? Not so much. So anyway uh, – yeah, I think you're you're next up here. Wow, th- I'm fascinated to see this one. I, I'm not sure what this. I'm not sure I've seen this before. Uh, the way I describe birds. Yeah, <laughs> what is that? Um, this has been a more recent thing. So uh-huh. we have taken to putting a bird theater in our backyard in the last couple of years, mm-hmm. uh, and I just love watching the birds come to this theater. And seeing the different kinds of birds that come to this feeder. You realize you might be the only person under 60 who's like that. You have – there's so much <laughs> more, man. There's so much more. Um, I think I called a bird – look at its look at it fly. It's majestic the other day uh, to, to my <laughs> wife. 
look okay. at it dance upon the wind or, you, you know, th- saying mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. Uh, I, I get made fun of for. Yeah. Which is fine by me. Yeah. I, 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 I'm okay with that. Okay. And, and weren't you telling me um, – I don't see it listed on here. I think it was a connection with this – that you have an app. Yeah, yeah. That's my one thing I like okay, for this then episode. I'll save so it. let's, I'll save let's it. hold it. I'll save um, it. Okay. But yes. Now, I don't want people to confuse that. I, like, I don't like birds. <laughs> yes. In fact, you are kind of – you are fearful of birds. I, I don't like them coming at me. I don't like them flying <laughs> around me. They yes. kind of disturb me. Yeah. Um, but I like sitting inside my house looking at them and identifying them. Like I think they're – Yeah. One of my favorite memories from our first mystery trip is when we were in Sydney, Australia, mm-hmm. and we went to a zoo. You remember this? Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's this area of the zoo where were they um, – they were emus, weren't they? There were emus and there were kangaroos in that section as well. But but the emus were like free roaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like no no barriers. So you could – they could literally walk up to you. And anytime one even I think looked at you and well, gave the sense that it was headed con- – contemplating – Heading towards you, you made an immediate U-turn and went yeah. the other direction. Well, it had an unblinking eye. First of all, that's just disturbing. <laughs> yes. Um, and they stare. They they're, do. They're a staring bird. Yeah. And they're, they're a large bird as well. Yeah. They yes. could do some damage. Uh, n- right now, my uh, dislike of like, – like I enjoy watching birds at my feeder, right? Mm-hmm. The, the Behind you know, a glass window. Yeah. But I have Canadian geese in my yard. Oh, they're nasty. Oh, they're fierce. They they came after Andrea and I the other day with like that that head lowered oh, yeah. and waggling along. Yeah. We're trying to figure out how to get rid of them out of our yard. I don't know. But when I was a student at Trinity for my master's degree, mm-hmm. they there are parts of that campus that they would take over. And you could like it was dangerous to walk on sidewalks. Mm-hmm. They would just sit on the sidewalk. And if you started walking towards them, they would get aggressive. Yeah, they would they would get aggressive. Yeah. So right now there's like there's like two to four that uh, peruse mm-hmm. like seven to ten yards uh, within our vicinity. Okay. Do right. not care for them. Yes. I did identify them on my bird app though. So. Okay. Uh, my next one is more my what my sons make fun of me for. The next two actually. Okay. Uh, the first one is they tease me for being what they. Th- referred to as a basically a mediocre high school athlete, which that's funny because I wasn't a mediocre high school athlete. I was I would say I was a good high school athlete. Not great, but good. I mean, you played two sports at a a three. I played two years of basketball. I played four years of tennis and four years okay. and ran ran cross country four years. Um, at a at a large public high school. Yeah. So in Ohio, it was it was uh, we were a Division two school. So not in the biggest schools, but like we were just we were probably one of the bigger schools in the Division two level in terms of size. Which is funny. Your your sons make fun of you for that because they went to a. Much smaller high school. A very, very small high Very school. small high school, yes. Um, I, I like to remind them, I am the only member in the family who has won a sectional championship in high school <laughs> in, in tennis, in doubles mm-hmm. tennis, and um, lost in the 
regional finals. That if we would, if my partner and I would have won that match, we would have gone on to compete in the state tournament. Mm. And then in cross country, I ran in the state cross country meet twice, made it to state twice. Mm. So um, again, I, I was not a great high school athlete, but I was definitely not a mediocre one. Yeah, but I get made fun of for being that. What ground do they have to stand on? I I think because now they're old enough and and have for several years now been able to beat me in just about everything that they feel the need to to give me grief about it. Interesting. Yeah. What um, do you got? My my next one is uh the way I stare at the yard. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Um particularly at our first house where I was responsible for the growing of grass. Oh, yes. As as has been well documented on this program. Uh, and I get questions about it <laughs> I know. In, in the world. Yeah. Um, I would stand at the window and for like 10 to 15 minutes sometimes yeah. just stare at the grass out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I was, I think, rightly made fun of for that. And, and yeah. I, I still do. Like I started even like, at your new place. Yeah, I, I st- recently it's been like, can I mow today? Should I mow today? Hmm. Um, what do I do with these weeds that are coming up? You know, you know, like stuff like that. So, do you bag your uh, grass clippings? No, mulch them. Okay, I mulch them. Okay. So, yeah, no, I don't. I do don't. you have a master plan for renovating the landscaping in your new place? Um, the landscaping at the new place is actually pretty good. Okay. So, well established yard, well cared for. Need to put down fertilizer, weed mm-hmm. killer, you yeah. know, all those things. But it's it's pretty good. And do you find that enjoyable to do that stuff yourself? Absolutely. Okay. That's a great way to spend a Saturday morning. Okay. So uh, keeping on the theme of things my sons make fun of me for, um, they make fun of me for being shorter than them now, mm. which I have no control over. But um, – I, I like to try to remind them, you know, uh, you are this tall because of me. <laughs> uh, but yes, they like to now stand next to me, and oh, you know, kinda, I do kind of look down on 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 old dad there, and and reinforce the, gosh, dad, you're you're short. <laughs> I mean, I'm six two, like I'm not short. Okay, I remember when I first towered over my dad. Now I was sixteen, you know, but it yeah. was. Uh, it was a big moment. See, but Harmon boys are late growers. Mm. So um, both of my sons had major growth spurts. They were not as tall as me until they were seniors in high school. Mm. So like 18. And then they both grew two more inches in, in basically about two inches in, in college. Yeah. So now they're both about 6'4". OK. Uh, it would be nice if they'd grown a little faster. For you, basketball yeah, purposes, yeah, absolutely. earlier in life, but so be it. But they are, uh, they are, they are tall. And again, since my father-in-law doesn't listen to the podcast, another quote that he loves to, he will look at my boys. My father-in-law is like five nine. He's 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 short. Yeah, well, he's yeah. fa- well, and he's shrinking because he's old. He's eighty-seven. So sure, he's, he likes to look at our boy, my boy, our my our boys, and and stand next to them, and say things like. Ah, oh, jeez. You're so bleep tall. <laughs> to which my boys are like, what do I say to that? Yep, that's right, Grandpa. Sorry, Grandpa. <laughs> yep. yep. I mean, you wanted tall grandkids. You got them on this side. So <laughs> anyway, what do you got next? Uh, 
Now, my wife wanted me to point out this was not her. She did not feel this way about this one. Okay. Uh, my frugality. Okay. So this is broader family. That this is funny. specifically my parents okay. uh, come after me for my frugality, which my wife says she actually really loves my frugality. Um, yeah. But my parents make fun of slash uh, – it, it crosses over into severe <laughs> criticism. Uh, okay. Uh, with uh, with mom and dad sloat. Um, now my wife did want to. I did have a time where I was soaking dry beans to save, I think, a quarter on beans or something like that. She just went, "This isn't worth it." Buy the cans. So <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, where she she was thought that's the one time I've gone too far. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, this is something I know. This is not what the episode is about, but. Uh, this is something that my wife gets uh, teased for in our family. Frugality. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. You know, she loves the phrase. You've, you've heard her say this. I only boast in Christ, but <laughs> – and you know what's coming is I'm about to tell you this great deal I got on this blouse, this uh, piece of furniture, this whatever it might be. I only boast in Christ, but mm-hmm. let me tell you about this great deal I got for this. Yeah. So – which I appreciate her frugality. So I, I'm grateful for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I guess my turn now. Um, my uh, – making fun slash a lot of eye rolling. Again, this is more on my sons. Um, they make fun of slash roll their eyes about Kate and I being affectionate around each other. Mm. Um and making comments or, you know, snuggling on the couch or kissing or whatever it might be, you know, things that gross out, you know, kids, which is understandable. Like, I don't want to see my parents kiss. You don't want to see your parents kiss. Nope. So, um, And so uh, they will roll their eyes and we will just say to them, we just want to make sure you feel secure. <laughs> and they immediately respond back, oh, we are so secure. You can stop that now. Cut it out. <laughs> but yes, I, I they like to make fun of um, us for that. But um, you got one more on the list. I got one more. Uh, I weirdly get into things. No. Stop um, it. Stop it. Yeah. And, and here it is right now, <laughs> uh, a real-life example uh, where, where I just get on these little – Brent used to call them my little kicks, mm-hmm. right, where I get, I get into these things, whether it was yeah. smoking meat yeah. or – uh, uh, pour over coffee. Or, I got one in my brain. I'm waiting to see if you'll say it. Um, birding or no, no. What What are you thinking? Kombucha. Oh yeah, I got into kombucha you, for a time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, did. yeah. You got into that so much. You had your little bacteria. I yeah. I had a a, a good uh, mother growing as, as yeah as uh, is that what that's called? Yeah, it was it was a mother. I can't. I can't. There was a mother and a child in there, but it was called something specific that I can't remember the name of it now. You were. You, why don't you explain what kombucha is? Because so, they may not. People. Some yeah. of our listeners may not know. Well, I, I imagine a good bit of them will. But um, basically, it is a drink that has a uh, goes through the ferment fermenting process, which is mm-hmm. just bacteria eating the sugars, right, and turning it into uh, sort of this soury vinegar sort of flavor. Um, but it starts out sweet tea with the bacteria in it. I can't remember what it was called. Oh, my goodness. And then it would do this for like 
a week, 10 days. Mm-hmm. And then you would take it, you put it in these little bottles with like pieces of fruit. And then this, the bacteria in there would eat the fruit and it would produce like this fruity flavor in the drink. It was really, really good, really good for the gut health, Matt. Um, yeah. Okay. And you I, could, you I remember could, that phase well. You could buy it for like $3 for a, for a can of it at the store or you could make it at home for like a buck a gallon. And that gets back to the frugality. There you go. It all uh, it all connects. It all comes around. <laughs> it, all, it all connects. But yeah, okay. that was that was a fun time. I mean, I I remember going to meetings and just being like, "Who you guys got in the Derby this weekend? Who who do you who do you like in the Kentucky Derby? Like, who's paying attention?" Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. Um, it's my struggle in life. I'm misunderstood. Yes, you are. You are definitely understood. Misunderstood. Um, all right. Uh, I had one more. It's a small one, but uh, not that this happens very often. But uh, on the occasions where I go bowling, mm-hmm. I have this little hop step in my delivery. Yeah. Are you familiar with it? Oh, I've seen it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We've been bowling at least yeah. at least two or three times. Yeah. Absolutely. So maybe four. I get I get a little grief for that, um, but I almost always beat my sons at bowling anyway. So you know, okay, they can. So you might go bowling more than say play basketball or. Well, no, but uh, I have a better I, I have a better chance of defeating them in bowling than I do mm-hmm. in uh, in other activities. But you know, but that goes back to you know me not being a mediocre high school basketball mm. a- or high school athlete. So it yeah. all it all connects. Yeah, it all connects. <laughs> circle of life, John. Circle of life. It's a circle of life. Yeah. All right, John. You ready to move on? Sure. Go ahead. All right. This day in sports history, May. 16th, 2023. Uh, 1975, Muhammad Ali uh, uh, TKOs Ron Lyle uh, in 11 rounds for heavyweight boxing title. Okay. 1975, Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Um, 1980, 34th NBA championship. The LA Lakers beat the Philadelphia 76ers four games to two. Rookie Magic Johnson played center for the injured Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in game six, uh, finishing with 42 points, 15 rebounds, seven assists, and was named finals MVP. That's a remarkable stat line. Yeah, as a rookie. As a rookie. Playing out of position, basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Uh, 1985, Michael Jordan named NBA Rookie of the Year. Okay. Sounds great. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. Um, 2019, Brooks Kepka, or, or or as he's known on the program, Bruce. Kepka. Bruce Kepka. <laughs> yeah, Jordan lost control when he heard that. He did. Um, he did. Shows this. I'm not. I'm not a big follower of golf. I knew it was something. Br. Kepka. By the way, have you watched the full swing documentary on Netflix? No, I don't have Netflix. There's apparently. I a, might get it back this summer though. So there's a documentary um, of uh, golf and about the live tour and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I tried to get Andrea to watch it, and she said no. Um, but I might watch it while I'm in Travel. New York or you know something yeah. like that. So we'll see. But it's supposed to be very, very good. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Brooks Kepka. Kepka. Uh, fires tournament record equaling and course record 63. That's minus seven to lead the PGA Championship by one stroke after the first round at Beth Page Black. In New York. In New York. Have you been there? No, my grandfather though played that course. Okay, Beth Page Black. Okay. Um, 
Okay, so you got a preference out of that list? Um, Magic Johnson's line is pretty incredible in that in that list. Yeah. Do you agree or would? would oh, you... I, I completely agree. Um, I don't. That's impressive, and I mean Brooks kept this thing was in the first round. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. not as big of a deal to me. Jordan was named Rookie of the Year, but he didn't win a championship like Magic Correct. did. Correct. And we get plenty of Michael Jordan. Agreed. You um, want to go? You want to go with Magic then? I'm between Magic and Muhammad Ali, but I'd probably lean Magic. Let's go Magic. Okay. One thing you liked. All right. One thing I like. Uh, the Merlin Bird app. This is an app <laughs> okay. where you can take photos on your phones of birds and it will identify them for you. Okay. Uh, so I have had an absolute blast taking photos of birds in my backyard and identifying them and keeping a list of birds that are that frequent my my backyard. You are embracing the old man lifestyle at a very young age. <laughs> <laughs> I just turned 35, you know. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not? Okay. We can go with that. Uh, a free app uh, done by the by the good people at Cornell University. As opposed to the bad people at Cornell University. Yeah, yeah. The good ones yeah. um, at Cornell University. All right. Um, that provide this for free. Huh. All right. And you can you can do it by photo. You can also record the sounds they make and it will identify the bird. Wow. Or you can answer five questions and it will identify the bird for you if you just see it and don't get a photo of it. Hmm. Okay. You, you do not care and you're not going to do this. <laughs> That's probably something I will not be downloading. Okay. okay. But hey, to each their own. The hey. Merlin Bird App. Okay. All right. Uh, my one thing is uh, I recently discovered a new artist, new to me. His name is Brian Suave. Suave? Are you familiar with him I am all? not, no. Okay. So his big thing is to uh, basically to sing the psalms, to put the psalms to modern music, typically more of a, a uh, uh, acoustic guitar flavor to a lot of it. Um, his He just came out with an album about uh, a few weeks ago. The album is called Even Dragons Shall Him Praise. Hmm. Very good. Available on Apple Music. I'm sure it's on Spotify as well. But uh, coming across his music has been uh, a delight. Um, he's got other stuff that he's done um, but have been – very impressed by his for, by most of his stuff. Hmm. So Brian Suave, even dragons shall him praise. Is his new album? That's great. Yeah, we did it, John. <sighs> Wiped out. Yeah, yeah. Our third episode, back to back to back here, all for the sake of our listeners having content to listen to while we're gone. While we're gone, you know, our demanding fans. That's right. We have talked travel updates. We have talked again about our summer read upcoming, Brian Rosner, Finding Yourself, Why Looking Inward is Not the Answer. We have um, – John is distracting me here. I'm not sure why. What are you doing? Well, the Mets are playing right now. I just pulled up the feed. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'm just going to watch it as you out. There you go. Um, we have talked about things our families make fun of us for. 
We've talked about Magic Johnson going off in Game 6 of the NBA Finals in 1980 as a rookie. We've talked about the Merlin Bird app. And we've talked about Brian Swab. Mm-hmm. So I think by definition, we have talked our various and sundry topics. And so all that's left to say is, until next time, the Lord bless y'all real good. Later. Later.